Welcome to R&R, Relationships in Real Estate. I'm your host, Chris Silva, and with me is my beautiful wife, Corey Silva. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us here on R&R. Chris and I are the owners of Silva Realty, Silva Lending, and Silva Property Management. We've been in the real estate and mortgage industry since the early 2000s. We're super excited to have you all here with us today. Thank you so much for always joining us and showing your support. We really appreciate you. Well, welcome to the first week of October. It's officially spooky season. We made it. How is everyone loving October? I love October. Number one, it's because that's when we had our baby girl was October. So happy birthday month to Miss Nolita. We are loving this month so far. And it's fall, right? Fall kicks off. Mm-hmm. Then we have good old, uh, we, we just got over fall break, which was cool. Yes. But Halloween's so fun, especially when you got, when you have babies, right? Halloween's like the best time. Totally. We totally love it. Well, my mom and Lulu are both here. My mom said, hey, honeys. And Lulu said, hey, guys. Thank you so much for showing your support and showing up. We're glad to have you all here with us today. And we love you. Sending y'all kisses. My birthday (laughs) month went by way too fast, though. Oh, yes. I want to just kind of. Can I can I still get like a little extension? Sure, why not? Right, let's let's celebrate. celebrate you every day. Let's do it. <laughs> well, speaking of things kind of hanging around, summer did not want to go down without a fight. As I'm sure you're all aware, we're in a bit of a heat wave, 90 degree weather all week long. Heat wave. <laughs> we know Chris is disappointed, <laughs> right? Because you don't like the heat. I don't. But it also gives us an opportunity to Enjoy the beach one more time, maybe this Friday. Ooh, that will be nice. Well, next week it only cools off into the 80s. So will you be all right until then? You think you could hang in there? I could hang in there. (laughs) You know what? It's an excuse to wear polos and shorts. I love it. Yeah, there you go. I got a polo on right now. There you go. Well, Lulu said it's raining and humid here, and she's in Texas. I don't want... I mean, I like the rain, but the humidity, it's high. I wonder, are there still... Big bugs, like outside flying in the rain. Oh, my gosh. Crazy Where storms. she lives, their bugs are ginormous. Everything's bigger in Texas, right? And those bugs, they don't play. Ugh. Which reminds me, I am so sick of all these little flies. We, where we live in Stevenson <sighs> Ranch, it's like uh, on there's a, a quarantine. There's a mandatory quarantine for flies. And there's all these fruit flies like swarming in our house. What does that even mean? There's a quarantine for the flies. Like the flies can't go past us. Like who's monitoring these flies where they can't go past us? They have all these little like fly traps hanging in trees all throughout the neighborhoods. I need to to wear them. To try to trap these flies. It's disgusting. I need to wear them on my clothes. I am sick of these flies. (laughs) I I have had enough. (laughs) I'm itching right now. Just the different. I have like this huge mosquito bite on my back. I don't know where that came from. (laughs) It's not like I walk around outside with my shirt off. Like, oh where did it come gosh. from? Chris refuses to go outside. I'm unless, a prisoner in my home. Unless he has shoes and sweatpants and a like long sleeve shirt and a mask. I can't have any skin uh, showing. Yeah, he's like terrified of the mosquitoes. But now these little fruit flies are everywhere. And luckily they don't bite us. They're just more annoying. And they're they disgusting. Gross, they gross me out. So last night I was upstairs. I think I was throwing another load of laundry in because, you know, that story. Right. And I hear Santino, 
why are there so many flies in the bathroom? I'm going upstairs. He was like stomping his feet upstairs. <laughs> he was so mad about the flies. How the hell did all those flies get in our bathroom? I don't know. I think because outside they're swarming near like the trash cans and they're finding little ways and crevices to Through get in the house. Something. It's so disgusting. And I had this conversation with my sister-in-law the other day. She had like all these flies in her house too. Is it so gross? I don't know what's happening right now. I There's think it's the weather. Conspiracy. There's some kind of conspiracy. I think it's this. the weather because we had the rain. And those fruit flies like moisture. But I've never seen red fruit flies ever in my life. And now <laughs> I've seen thousands of them so just at our, in our home. I'm trying to do these like little home remedies. Anybody have any suggestions on how to get rid of fruit flies? Because I've gotten rid of the fruit that's, you know, decomposing that they like. But we always have fruit in our house. And I like, know. And it's not even moldy fruit. Like it just doesn't taste right in the fridge. Like you can't put bananas in the fridge. No, it's weird. Well, they need to be outside, right? Yes. But all that stuff is attracting these fruit flies. It's so gross. It's like you bring one in and they just multiply everywhere. It's disgusting. I'm I, over so it. I have apple cider vinegar. I, I looked this up online in bowls with like plastic over it and little holes poked in the plastic. And then in the apple cider vinegar, you're supposed to mix some dish soap and like whip it up really quick so there's bubbles. So then if these little gnats or these fruit flies go inside, they get trapped in the bubble. Uh, and they're attracted to that smell from the apple cider vinegar. So I'm hoping that's going to rid our home of this. That bubble trouble, huh? <laughs> bubble trouble, yeah. So uh, what what insects just make you cringe? Like <laughs> what what does it for you? Like for me, I'm scarred for life of like roaches, right? Like <laughs> growing up in apartment buildings, right? you just couldn't get away from them. It's gross. Like even if you didn't have them in your house, like if somebody just moved in, they usually bring them with them. Yeah, you know, from somewhere else. From somewhere else. And then that's a whole other story, right? Like at least the flies, that's that's they don't for me. travel with you. I haven't I haven't seen roaches like that, you know, in 30 years, but like thank God. But that's that does it for me. Roaches is like that's a no no. Well, that's what I was telling Chris last night. I'm like, Santino's flipping out over some fruit flies. He would die. <laughs> He had to come in contact with roaches. He would, he would just pass out. He would lose his mind. He would lose his damn mind. He wouldn't know what to do. Uh, what about the flying ones? Oh, my Lord. Flying what? They used to have flying roaches. Oh, heck no. I don't know where they got these <laughs> the superpowers the from. Yeah, they got these superpowers. I don't, I don't know how that happened, the evolution of flying roaches. But uh, I haven't seen one in like 30 years. Thank goodness. Oh, thank the Lord. Well, Lulu said, I hate the bugs and my mom said house plants contribute i use peroxide diluted with water to water my plants mine are under control now oh i need to do that you need to get, get those on that plants girl. under control yes because oh, they like plants too and lulu said we have the flying roaches here oh oh, oh, oh. So they went to they moved to texas it was too expensive in california <laughs> <laughs> said, I'm out of here. We're going to Texas. Oh, We're going to Tennessee. We're out of here. Gosh, that's disgusting. Ooh, okay. Ugh. Oh, thank the Lord. Well, speaking of Chris being irritated by things, uh, what are you irritated by, huh? I mean, I don't know about Chris lately. <laughs> What's going on with him? So, who here has heard of intermittent fasting? Because Chris has just discovered his new fad, the uh, new hold, bandwagon hold. he wants to jump what? on. What? What I'm saying about? it all here, y'all. What y'all are you heard talking it about? first. First of all, let's see how long Chris is going to intermittent fast for. I've, I've known about intermittent fasting for a long time now, at least a few years. Okay. Right? Um, so what triggered you my, jumping on this? In my mind, uh -huh. I was kind of already doing it anyway. For how long? 
for a few months. Oh, like recently? Not, not like being strict about it, but just naturally when I woke, when I work out in the morning, I don't like to eat before I work out. Okay. Right. And then I'm not hungry when I get home. So usually I won't eat till like one o'clock. And if you're eating, if you're so intermittent fasting, usually the way it starts for beginners is there's only eight hours in the day that you can eat. Okay. Right. Just an eight hour window. So the idea, if you wake up early of having breakfast and then having dinner, like six, seven o'clock, that's not going to work. Has to be like an eight hour window of okay. when you, you have your first meal and your last meal of the day. So I was kind of already doing that, I thought, until I got educated the other day. I mean, I wasn't like strict about it or tracking my hours or anything. But in my head, I was like, oh, that's, I'm still stuck at like 180. So the idea of me doing this is I'm stuck. I plateaued at 180. I'm already sort of working out usually, you know, whether I'm doing jujitsu or yoga or the gym every now and then or walks. Now we're doing family walks. I'm still like at 180. I'm not moving from there. So how do I drop that extra like 10 pounds? Because I want to drop 10 pounds, not because I'm trying to look good for the summer, because I want to get healthier, right? right? I feel like I'll be able to do more things. I'll be able to do more push-ups, pull-ups, just be more, it'll help me in yoga, help me everywhere if I could lose like 10 pounds. So intermittent fasting is the answer for me because I'm, I already have like the habits that you need to do this, to be successful at it. So what I have to cut out is I still like to have my coffee in the morning, my lattes, right? So because of the gout, I already cut out honey because sugar does it for me. It, like, right. So, but I was still having milk. And if you have any calories whatsoever, you're, you break your fast. So now what, did I, what, I, what have I been doing the last couple of days with my, my coffee in the morning, my lattes? This is today and yesterday. He just The last couple of days is what I said. Had today no and milk. Yesterday. No milk. So just the espresso. So today I'm hype right now. I haven't, I haven't had a meal yet. So I had... Four shots of espresso. I had it in the morning and I had it before the show. So I'm four, four shots of espresso deep, but I haven't eaten yet. But what's really scary, you guys, is you ever seen uh, Bruce Banner turn into the Incredible Hulk? If I don't eat past a certain time, like if I wait too long, I get really hangry. I think all of y'all, if you're not watching the show, just watch it later if you're listening and take a look at my face as Chris was talking about this intermittent fasting and all this stuff. <laughs> because I hate to burst your bubble, but you have not been intermittent fasting this whole time. You do eat breakfast. I said and I have I, the habits. You I've, have I've the, habits. the habits. In, in his mind, for the last three months, he said he's been sticking to those habits. And I think you all need to pray for me because dealing with Chris when he has not eaten... It's scary. <laughs> and I think it's very appropriate that he has chosen to make this life change and follow this new fad on whatever reel he saw it on or what have wow. you that he was influenced by during the month of October. Because this is going to be really spooky, y'all. This is going to be wow. very spooky. First, I did not see this on a reel. Oh, okay. I've heard about, I heard about this. I know you've maybe have back. known about this, but maybe that sparked your interest. Like, oh, let let's do this. This is the newest thing I want to tackle. No, 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 no. Okay. okay. So, Professor Art is like one of the first guys that really told me about it. Mm -hmm. um, another realtor friend of ours, Armando Padilla. I know he does intermittent fasting. Like, there's a couple people that I know that do it, and it works out for them really well. And I just never thought I had to go there. But like, I'm older now. I'm 43, right? I just had my birthday, 43 years old. I can't drop the weight like I used to. 
And I just, I need, I need to lose like 10 more pounds, not because I'm trying to look good or. You're trying to kickstart something, right? Well, I, I'm trying to get more active. I feel like some of my ailments might go away if I'm a little lighter than 180. I feel like I'm too big for my, I'm only 5'9". I should be about 170. So if I can lose about 10 pounds, I feel like it, it's going to help my overall health. Okay. So you might, you're going to have to go through this journey with me. Well, I don't know how much I could deal with this. I'm going to tell you right now that you're going to get checked by me if you start acting crazy. Oh, really? You need to just eat. Oh, really? You need to have some food in your in your belly. I think there are some maybe <laughs> other ways for me. Let me just say, like, I think I would go crazy. Like, okay, you have eight hours to eat, right? Yeah. So it's what? It's 1230 right now. You have not eaten. So you're going to tell me that you're going to start eating at after 1 o'clock? Well, yeah. The show's going to end probably like around 1.30, 1.45. Up until 9 so o'clock at night? Does that make sense? No. So you have an eight-hour window. doesn't mean you have to oh, use a whole eight-hour window. Okay. So I'll probably have my last meal whenever dinner is. Tonight, you're you're doing something. You have a, a waxing or a facial or you got something going on tonight. Mm -hmm. So I'm in charge of dinner. So... I don't know what time me and the kids are going to eat. Maybe 6, 6.30. I just feel like eat good, lower your portions. I've just, already done that, I, I don't, girl. I don't need the craziness I've when you I've already can't done eat. that, and I plateaued at Because you get hangry. I'm a, you get me hangry right now. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, oh my gosh. All I got to say is, y'all watch out for me. If you see him in the streets, give this man a cracker. Give him something to eat because he's probably going to be hungry. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be ready after the show for sure to go dive into some food. Right. Well, Lulu said, Angel and I mostly eat past 12 or 1. Some days I'll eat in the morning, but for the most part afternoon. Wow. Good for you all. I can't. I, I need fuel for my day. I need fuel to keep going. And I feel like if I eat earlier, then I'll be able to digest and I won't go to sleep all heavy and, you know, full with food. Everyone's different. I think everyone's body's different. So mm. I hope it works out for you. Hear you hear that, guys? That's, and I hope it works out for me. That's called backpedaling. Everybody's different. Everybody. That's right, girl. That's where you should have started. <laughs> you can go somewhere with that. <laughs> well, Tanya said, hi, guys. Happy Wednesday. Thanks for joining us, Tanya. Glad to have you here with us. Well, everyone, the Powerball jackpot is over $1 billion again. This has happened a few times this year already, and every time Chris forgets to buy us tickets. He says he's gonna, but he doesn't. Show me the money. And it draws on. on Mondays. Show me the money. I don't have no money. <laughs> Give me some give me some allowance. I have no dollars in my I pocket. I gave you some cash when you went to Vegas. You got your allowance. What'd you do with that? I spent $430 of it at Costco. <laughs> oh, which reminds me, I didn't put my cards back in my wallet. Where are my cards at, girl? They were on the table. Why are you asking me? Like, you need to keep track of your own things. So now I just realize I can't go to Costco <laughs> after the show like I usually do. I already oh, well. told you you don't need to go because I went on the weekend. So chill. You're good. Anyhow. Now need, he's bringing this dollars. up, how so he's missing stuff. We will, go, we will go get these tickets together because you got the money. That's right. I do got the money. Well, they draw the numbers on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. So if you're feeling lucky tonight, don't forget to buy your tickets before So, so I'm assuming drawing. nobody won on Monday. Is that confirmed? I believe so. Okay. Yeah, because I, I read about this yesterday. And that nice. was Tuesday. I, look, I don't need a billion dollars. Can I just get like $20 million? I'll take a million. I'll be good with that. I mean, a million's not gonna change my life. Oh, well, that's all right. Cause like twenty million, you could do some damage. Like you could, you could like change your whole family. But what I mean by that is not like just 
you and the kids, right? Like siblings. Extended family. Extended family, right? What would Mom, you all dad. do if you won the lotto? Because I know my dad's got it all planned out. He's been mapping it out for the last 30 years. Whether this is a good <laughs> idea or a bad idea, one of my first thoughts, right? Like if I won the lotto, and this was a long time ago. I haven't really given it much thought since. Probably like 30 years ago was I'd buy an apartment building mm -hmm. in a nice area and all my friends and family would be able to live in one of those units for free. Oh, nice. Right? So that way they could focus on their dreams, whatever. But like that's everybody's biggest expense, right? Is the housing. Yeah. Is housing. Like, Isn't that what Mr. Beast did? Like he bought houses for like all his people in like some little town. So, I mean, that's what I heard. So Mr. Beast is like the number one YouTuber or the, probably the most successful one. Mm -hmm. And he and he's famous for giving a bunch of stuff away. Mm -hmm. So I, th I don't know if he's from North Carolina, but he moved to North Carolina. He bought pretty much up at a whole neighborhood and he moved his whole staff there that works on his show, on his mm -hmm. podcast and whatever videos he does and his family. So like they all live in a neighborhood, which I think would be so cool. Yeah, why not? People were hating on him about that. It's like, why? Why? You're not hurting nobody. You do it too if you could. Right? Yeah. Good for him. Well, everyone, once you win those tickets, just don't forget about your friends over here. You know, come by, have dinner. Yeah, we don't even want nothing for free. Just buy and sell your houses through us and that's yeah, it. Yeah, there be you good. go. We'll that's represent it. you, get you a good deal. Well, who is ready for Halloween? Did everyone get their decorations up over the weekend and during their fall break? Well, I can tell you that we started decorating back in September. So our decorations are up. And haven't finished. And we haven't finished. <laughs> Most of them are there. And the reason why is because I have no other places to put all the decorations up. I'm running out of room. I have a lot of Halloween decorations. You know what I wanted to do? We haven't done it. Is I want to put up the black and orange lights. We need to do it this week or it's just not worth it after Well, that. we were supposed to do it over the weekend, but we didn't end up doing it. We got busy. Got busy. Things happen. But what about costumes? Has everyone gotten their costumes going or have you purchased them? Are you making them? Share with us because we would love to hear about it. I love hearing about all the ideas and then um, seeing people post about it when they have their costumes on. So cute. Even their decorations. We knocked out the costumes like a month and a half ago probably, right? Yes. As soon as Spirit opened, I said, I am not stressing out this year. I'm just going to buy the costumes. I'm not making them like I normally do. And we tried them on already. Yeah, they fit. So they fit. Chris usually likes to wait till the week before, and then we're running around trying to figure out what he's going to wear. Then then I'm like some janky Pokemon character. Or you remember when you were that janky... Um, What's the main guy's name? The no, you, you were the... Not that one. You were the janky Kermit the Frog with that weird mask. That Kermit the Frog was <laughs> strange. So he I had like a so green... Scary. I had the green suit on, right? <laughs> Which Kermit is, you know, t he's not tall, but he's really skinny. So that, that doesn't look good on me. Um, you know, I'm short and stout. Yeah, like this green bodysuit on and some mask. And I had asked him, do you want this mask? And he's like, no, just give me one of those ones, like the cover your mouth, like for COVID. But give me the the um, Kermit one. I'm like, are you sure you want that one? Yeah, yeah, just get it for me. It came, and let me tell you, it was so weird looking. He looked creepy. It looked really strange. <laughs> yeah, that was that was definitely a, a Halloween costume fail for us. Oh, for you, everybody else's costumes well, were on point. Like for me, <laughs> for me, it was a fail. I think you know one of our best costumes we ever had together. Well, there's been a few. So the first one was the um, the orange is the new black. Mm -hmm. Is that what is it, that what that show was called? Yes. And it was uh, I was Mendez. Mm -hmm. And you were the inmate, right. right? The pregnant inmate. 
that was on point. Right. Because the mustache and the hair, you came to, you brought it all together. You made my costume up, right? It looked dope. And you had an easy costume aware being eight months pregnant or however pregnant right. you were. And then uh, my other favorite one was was the Mary Poppins one. Oh, yeah. That one was fun. You looked so I put a lot of like uh, effort into that one because I had to make the hat and all that. We goodness. did it twice. We yeah. wore that costume twice. So it was worth it. And then this year, are we going to reveal what we are this year? Oh, we already have our Super Mario costume. So that's going to be fun. Going along with the theme this year. So you're still feeling confident about being Bowser, huh? So far, yes. Unless I find a cool Toad costume, then I might switch it up and then you could be Bowser. But for now, you're Luigi, sir. I'm good with Luigi. All right, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> totally good with it. Well, Tanya said, I need to find a costume for a Halloween party I'm going to. Girl, you better get on it. Oh, when did you go to, have we been invited to a Halloween Yes, uh, actually, um, Lisa, my cousin, it's her 50th birthday and she's having a costume party. That's really? coming up on the 14th. So we're going to that. That'll be a lot of fun. Okay, our kids? No kids. No so kids. I got to ask if grandma could watch the kids. I forgot. Is grandma going? She might be going. I don't know if grandma's going. So we might have to hit up Serena. Yes, All right, we'll see what's we up gotta with that. we got to find a babysitter. Hey, so you, this is a big month for you. Little mini victory for you. Corey is celebrating her 19th year as a licensed real estate agent. Woo! 19 years. 19 2004. Years, that is, wow. Wow. <laughs> you don't even look like you're past your 20s yet. Oh, thank you. When did you get your real estate good. license as a, as a little baby? <laughs> I know. I was just coming out the womb. That's a long time to be in the game. It has been. I mean, you've already seen a couple cycles. I love real estate. I wouldn't have it any other way. No, it feels it like too. just yesterday I just got licensed, but a lot of experience in this business. You know, I I remember, vividly remember, we had just bought a house, right? Mm -hmm. We were living over in Saugus, like a little two-bedroom, one-bathroom house. Right. And I remember you coming home, and we were struggling, you guys. I don't mean struggling like we were behind on bills. Just We just got in over our heads, I think, to buy that house. We had already owned that house for a year. Yeah, so I think we, I were, got my license. we were just not paying stuff off. Because when we first moved in, we did everything like um, zero money, like uh, on credit, right? It was, it was like 80, 0 percent financing. Yeah, didn't we do an eighty twenty loan? Right, it was one hundred percent financing to get into so. the house. I think so. And the house needed some updating. The flooring needed to be changed because lady left some dookie in there from the bull mastiff she had. It was disgusting. So we had to get flooring put in. We financed all the carpet. Remember that? paint, appliances. Yeah, everything we did on credit. Everything was on credit. So we were like on hot dogs and chicken for like a year. And we were just coming out of that. Hot dogs and chicken. No, it was, just, it was hot dogs and like noodles, like cup of noodles. <laughs> we were broke. Let's just Mac put it that and way. Cheese. But so I was working at the gas company at the time. Corey was working at the bank at Washington Mutual as like an assistant manager. I think you had just no, transitioned. You were at Downey Savings. I was at Downey Savings at but the time. But you got a real estate license in October. Yes. And then like you were one month in the business, maybe two months. And I remember you coming home and you were like, I'm closing six deals this month. Like six. You sold like six condos in a month. You're like second month in the business or first month in the business. And you made like $25,000 or something. No, it was three condos. Three condos. And I was like, uh, this commission that I'm about to make is more than half of what I'm making at the bank. Do you think I should quit my job or should I stay there? And you're like, quit your job. I was like, okay, let's go. Because I was working full time and doing real estate right. full time as well. I had, I had the good benefits at the gas company. We were mm -hmm. good at the time. But um, yeah, that was your first year in the business. Wow. I know. That first two months in the business 
did it with a bang. You were the trailblazer. I don't know that I would have gotten into real estate. I always wanted to. Like, I wanted to get in when I was, like, 19 years old. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that I would have if you didn't, you know, blaze the trail first. Oh, well, thank you. I'm just thinking back on it. I've never really given it much thought. Mm -hmm. But I don't know if it would have been as easy as as of a transition for me. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I would have got into something else after doing loans at at, um, Countrywide. Right, right. Well... Here we are, 19 years later, and still loving the business and our clients. It's all about making our clients happy. And we, when you do what you love, it doesn't feel like work, right? At all. And, and speaking of that, like last week after the show, I'm like, I still show rental listings of ours, right? right? Um, can I have somebody go do it? Sure. But I do love what I what we do. Right. I love to meet people. That's the best part of this business is the relationships that you form, right? right? So, um. Like last week, right after right after the show, I went. We have a listing in Sun Valley, right? That we're trying to help our our guy get a renter in there and whatnot. And then the day after that, like I, on my birthday, I had a listing appointment on my birthday. Yes, like that's how much we love what we do. Right. Like I love this game. I love real estate. It's just so much fun. It is for sure. Well, Chris celebrated his birthday last Thursday, and he's still on his birthday high. So. Happy uh, week after your birthday since you want to keep celebrating. Yeah, let's extend. Let's, let's, go. Extend. let's go. So he woke up to the smell of coffee. We did our daily routine. I made you breakfast that day too, right? And you went to jujitsu for the 67th class of the year. He's keeping it going, y'all. I'm keeping gotta it going. You got to hit that goal. And then we spent some time before you went out to show some property. And in the evening, you got to go watch Joey play football. So you went to the Canyon game. I went to the JV Canyon game right. at Valencia High. They played Castic. They got smashed. But Joey had a great game. Mm-hmm. He pancaked a couple guys. He plays offensive line. Um, and it was just a great day. It was chill. Like, I wanted you and the kids to come, but they wanted to go. They didn't want to miss jujitsu. Right. And then we just hung out afterwards. It's exactly what I wanted to do. On your birthday. Um, I just did what I wanted to do on my birthday. Spent some time with you. Went to jujitsu. Went to a football game, had dinner with the fam. I think we had dinner at home, too. The kids originally wanted to go to CPK, but Santino changed his mind. They're like, no, make me dinner, Mom. I want your fresh food. I love that. Love that. Love that. And then the continuation of Chris's birthday spilled into Friday because the kids had the day off because they had fall break last week. And where do we go? Your favorite place, the most magical place of all? Disneyland. (laughs) Good old Disneyland. Uh, The park was not that busy. The weather was great. And for all of you who've been watching, you know that Nola's been itching to go on Incredicoaster for the first time. She didn't want to go the last time we were there because Daddy wasn't there. So her first time she's going to go on it is with her dad. How sweet is my baby. So we were super excited once we got there. uh, We headed straight over to Incredicoaster. And as we're on our way there, Nola just got really scared. She said, I don't want to do it. I, I really don't. And we're like, you're going to be fine. Don't worry. Santino kept telling her, Nola, it's going to be your most favorite ride of all time. You have to go. No, I'm scared. Well, we measured her. She's tall enough to get on now, but she was a little scared. So we didn't let, push it. We did not push it. Chris and Santino went in line and her and I went on some other rides. But after a Day full of fun and going on a bunch of other rides and waiting in line for Indiana Jones only to have it break down like it always breaks down. Is that ride just like notorious for breaking down all the time? And they kicked us out of line 
gave us a little lightning lane pass. So she said, you know what? I think I'm ready. Let's go on Incredicoaster. So she went on it. And uh, not once, but twice. Not once, but twice. She went back to back. That's how much fun she had. She was screaming at the end, again, again, let's go again. Luckily, we had the opportunity to go again because we did not book a lightning lane for Incredicoaster. And we did. So we went on two times in a row. And how do you feel when you go on this roller coaster with your little one? So I've told you guys plenty of times, like I'm a crazy parent. Right. I I know it. Right. I understand. I I know I'm that dad. So I don't know why I I don't get anxiety for myself ever going on a roller coaster. Right. But when we go on a credit coaster, there's a loop on a credit coaster. I have this terrible feeling that, you know, there's um there's like a, a protective over-the-shoulder over harness, or right. you know, that that keeps you safe when you go in that loop. I always have this fear that it's gonna open up on like Santino that he's sitting next to me. Right. So I'm always very like I have my hand by his leg. I'm ready to grab him. Right. <laughs> you envision the worst. I envision the worst. I hate that I do that, but I do. Right. But I'm pr- so prepared if it ever happened, he's not going anywhere. Like I I know that I'm gonna hold him, right? So same thing. I went with Nola and I'm thinking the same thing. I'm You're like, so worried. She's so small. Like, is that, is it on her tight enough? <laughs> when I sit down in the ride, the first thing I do is I'm not leaving it up to some teenager to secure my kid. I'm securing them. Right. Making sure that it's tight in there. I'm shaking it really good, you know, just to make sure they're safe. Cause I, I freak out about it. You should have heard Chris because <clears throat> the second time she went on, she went with her mommy and I was going to secure her in but I needed to put my belongings in the little holder before I pulled it down because I had no hands to do that and hold everything. So I'm putting it all the way. He's like, pull it, pull it down. He's all freaking out, like, secure her in there. I'm like, just relax. I'm like, secure the I, kid before I you secure her. the belongings. I got her. Don't worry. If your she ears fall out, fine. it's fine. Just make sure our kid's safe in the... In the, in the roller coaster. Listen, it's going to be <laughs> fine, okay? I have those fears, too, of her falling out. And I held her hand the entire time. And she's like, Mommy, it was so much fun. I want to go again and again. Are, and I'm guys, like, are no, we like, girl. Are we batshit crazy? We, or- we are batshit crazy. But there is a, a crazy story that Chris's brother, Patrick, has when he went on the revolution at Magic Mountain. His thing came undone. It came undone onto the loop. Yes. And so he's terrified of that. He won't go on a loop again. He will not. And right. I completely understand why. So, and you know, and you see these reels <laughs> of, of, of people, like the rides opening up on them. I don't see that Disneyland really. Right. But you see, like we, I showed you, I sent you one the other day. This girl was hanging off the side of it. Cause the, and it was the overhead, bar opened. It was an overhead bar and it opened up and she almost fell to her death. Right. And right? she's dangling there. She's just dangling. Oh, little dangly ones. Oh my gosh. Well, Evelyn just said someone just passed away by flying out on one of the rides at Six Flags, Georgia. Oh, at Six Flags. that is oh, terrifying. Hell no. no. Yeah. See, I'm not ready for this Six Flags jump. Yeah, I can't. I'm not I don't, ca- I can't I do, do these it. roller coasters. Nope. Like, Incredicoaster is enough for me. It's I'm still too old Disney. for this now. I'm too old for, for Six Flags. Oh, yeah, it's just too much. I, I really hope the kids don't want to be thrill seekers and go on all those rides. We're so close. We could just drive there, but I prefer not to. When they want to be thrill seekers, maybe we'll just take them skydiving. Get it all out at once. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. You can do that if you want. 
No, I'm you done. already I, have? I was no. one and done. One and done. Aye, aye, aye. Well, Disney was a lot of fun, but let's just talk about Chris and another one of his ailments, you know. His I got so leg, many. his back. My knee. Everything, his knee. Well, he was, you know, having a rough time at Disney, but he met his walking goal for the entire week. Because we like 10 miles there. <laughs> like 10 miles of walking. So much walking that even the kids' feet were hurting. They were complaining. Santino was like, Mom, my feet hurt so bad. They wanted to go home first. <laughs> they were ready to go home before I was. He has those kids like they're ready. And when they're done, they're done. And then Corey's like trying to like stretch it out longer, like go on other stuff. I'm like, no, nah, they're ready to go home, girl. Let's go. I'm like, listen, you guys, I already went to Orange Theory this morning at 5 a.m. Y'all could suck it up. Yeah, but nobody cared. <laughs> Nobody, Nobody cared. cared. Nobody cared. <laughs> when it's time to go, it's time to go. Let's go now. It is time to go. But these kids, they were so funny. They were out there stretching. As soon as we got out of California Adventure, Chris had to stretch, you know, get his back and his knee right. The kids are stretching with him. It's like the whole family. They just got to That was up. funny. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to stop and stretch because, like, the pain is so intense that if I don't stop and, like, move around a little bit— it's, I just, I don't know what, I'm, I'm, I might pass out, girl. Who knows? Yeah, I know. But thank God the trams are working. <laughs> because if I had to walk all the way back to the car, specifically on that day, I don't know if I would have made it. No, it's it was too much back in the We've day. We've done it plenty. Days. Like I had to stop and sit, remember, a, couple, a bunch oh, of times. Yes. Like just get little breaks in between to make it to the car. Yes. And on top of that, that walk, there's mosquitoes everywhere. So oh, good man. thing we were just sitting in a tram getting back to our car and then heading out, which reminds me. So we were getting into our car, getting ready to head oh, out boy. after a long day at Disney. And, you know, when I understand people come, maybe they have a pass and they're just there for the fireworks or whatever. But this dude was coming down the aisle. There's one empty spot next to us. And for those of you who haven't been to Disneyland, all the parking spots are at an angle. Right. So then when it's time to go, you just pull right out and go. Well, this guy is trying to do like a five-point turn. I don't know what he had going on. He was on trying to reverse to into the parking back spot next into to us. the parking spot next to us, and he almost hit us three times. Chris is sitting there laying on the horn. I'm like, I didn't give him the courtesy beep. Like, I gave him the, <laughs> "What are you doing?" Horn, where I just laying on the horn. There were so and many I'm just other like parking up my hands spots. Out. I'm like, "What are you doing, dude?" Like, why did he have to choose that one? There were so many other spots available. Almost hit us. I was like, please don't hit us in the parking lot. I was like, please lot. don't make me have to beat this guy up in front of my kids. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> Chris, all that magic, all the pixie dust was gone by was the time gone. you were ready to go. It was gone. I was ready. I was already <laughs> I was already like done. I was ready to be home. I was ready to be on the freeway. And we had to wait for this guy to try to park next to us, which I was fine with that, but just don't hit the car. He almost hit us. So close. <laughs> so close. Well, everyone, that Disney hangover is a real thing. I, who else agrees that Disney hangovers are the real deal? Because it was so challenging to get up and go the next day after Disney. Yeah, no, I, I don't want to do anything the next day. Slept but in, chilled a little bit. <laughs> it's tough. Yes. It's tough. Once you get going, you're all right. But man, it was a rough day. So Chris and the kids chilled at home while I braved the storm because there was like a little rainstorm that came in on Saturday and I had to run to Costco to get stuff for Chris's and Patrick's uh, birthday celebration that evening. We have family dinner on Saturdays. So how many of you 
don't mind going to Costco on the weekend because that's usually a off limits place for me on weekends, but I had to go. It was horrible. And on top of it, it was raining. And it started pouring when it was time for me to come out with this big old <laughs> shopping cart full of stuff. It was just the one cloud over your head. Oh my gosh. People lose their minds in the rain, first of all, and at Costco on a weekend. And the parking lot's nuts. So you probably can find parking. I was just hoping I wouldn't get hit by a car. Costco doesn't bother me. Even when it's busy, it doesn't bother me. Like I, I know the ins and outs. I know what I need to get. I could skip a few aisles. I don't have to go down every aisle. It wasn't the people that were bothering me there. I think it was more just the rain coming out because I was completely soaked, but I was smiling the whole time. But I was just like, oh my gosh, of course it's going to rain like this when I'm coming out of Costco and just the crazy people trying to park. I think the, it took me like 10 minutes to park. I felt like I was at CSUN again, waiting for a student to come out so I could follow them to their car to get that spot before somebody else is going to fight me for it. Right. It was fun. I bet you it was fun. <laughs> and the other biggest issue I have is I like it when you go because I just want to buy everything at Costco. Yeah, that's not good. Came out like $700 later. <laughs> what do I have to show for I, it? I'm on a $400 average, and that's just what it costs to feed our family. And then, you know, you got family dinner, so you got to prepare for that too. But, like, right. that's just what it costs. It's, it's like crazy. $400 a week. And that's if you're eating at home, mm -hmm. right? That's $1,200 a month just eating at home. Yeah, it's crazy. It adds up. It adds up real quick. It definitely quick. adds up. Well, the big question everyone wants to know from the last show is, did Chris get a Sam's Club card? And guess what? Do you want to share? Did you get one? So I haven't got the Sam's Club card yet, but mom and dad, <laughs> they got me a gift certificate to cover the, I guess there's like a cash back Sam's Club. It's like the best membership. Right. I was planning on going today after the show. Oh, you should. I didn't bring the card with me. Oh, come on. Yeah. The card is in another gift that I got from Susan. That's mm -hmm. like a handmade cloth business card holder, uh -huh. which I, I could just put my credit cards in there, right? Yes. So I have the gift card in there at home. Waiting to be used. Waiting to be used. So at some point this week, I will go get the membership and we'll talk about my Sam's Club experience next week. <laughs> Chris can't wait to go. I'm excited. I'm excited oh, to go. Oh, man. I can't believe you forgot it. I was really looking forward to seeing it's what like, you were going to find there. You today. know, it's like adventuring a new land. Yes. I don't know what's going to be down every aisle. And you're like, oh, what's down this aisle? <laughs> at Costco, I know. Right? Yeah. Like, I, I, every single Your aisle, I know. Your first trip is going to be at least an hour. Just scoping things out. Yeah. See, that's, ugh, it's not good. Not it's good. really not so, good. So Zeph is with us. How you hey, doing, Zeph? So he says he went to Costco during the hurricane and it was empty and he left with the TV. <laughs> <laughs> so what happens if you have too much time there? Oh, my gosh. I hope you got a good deal. <laughs> well, for Chris's birthday, he rented the Canelo fight when we had everyone over. And uh, he just wants to know, why is it so hard to give away $100 to watch a fight? Has any It is so annoying. <laughs> So annoying. It's like one of my hugest pet peeves. Does anybody else run into this challenge or is Chris the only one? Anytime he wants to watch a fight or a football game or access an app on our smart TV, he has the most challenging time. He can't figure out how to get it uploaded. He doesn't remember the password. He ends up subscribing to the same app. Uh, app more than once so then I have multiple charges for like Peacock TV or Paramount Plus 
Or, you know, he always thinks he has access to like an NFL game, but he really doesn't. So then he has to log on to all these different places. Does anybody run into that challenge? Because Chris was getting so annoyed it and is, frustrated. It is the stupidest thing, right? <laughs> so, you know, we have some LG TV. Apparently it was like the nicest TV at the time when we bought it, right? But it's not compatible with everything. It, it like it it pisses me off really if I'm to be honest <laughs> I'm getting angry just thinking about it he gets so, so mad he was really angry anytime you rent night. UFC right UFC fights it's like through ESPN we don't have ESPN okay. right we've been streaming for like 10 years right but we have Hulu but we don't have Hulu Plus uh, the really <laughs> so anytime we want to rent UFC I mean it's family dinner every single time it's like a Saturday right right my brother Christian has to log on to his Hulu account and then he has to order the fight. Why? Because he has ESPN Plus? Because he has Hulu Plus that has oh. ESPN Plus attached what to it. What makes it Plus? You pay to know. not have uh But if we were to switch, if we were to switch, right, we'd have to pay way more for our subscription because we've had Hulu for like 10 years. Yeah, we're like one of the original We're like one of the original Hulu. Like we still pay $7.99, I think. Mm -hmm. Right? But like if we switch, it's going to be, it's going to go way up. Right. So he has to log on anytime we do a UFC fight, which is super annoying, Right. Boxing? Oh, for, don't even... So boxing... First of all, boxing's dead, right? <laughs> I'm such a huge boxing fan. I grew up loving boxing. I've been pushing back on UFC for years. Like, I'm like, nah, nah, UFC. Like, I didn't know about it. I didn't really give it the time of day because um, I'm so into boxing. Floor, if I don't want to get too much into boxing, but anyhow, when you want to run a fight for boxing, there's an app for it. There's the, the Dazzin app. That's a nightmare by itself. I tried to download the last Canelo fight. I was trying to like, I already have the app. I already paid for it, right? For the year I paid for the subscription. I'm trying to like pay for the fight on there. Couldn't do it. We ended up getting, they ended up charging me. Then I had to fight on the phone with them to get my money back. It was a nightmare. Oh my and the fight didn't even come up till after the fight was over. It was ridiculous. That was last year? That was last year, like just, six months ago. I just saw a charge for Dazzin on our- It was like thing. his last fight, right? Before this one. Now, this fight, goodness gracious, I forgot how I even got on. I think I had to go through Peacock Plus, which we just had two Showtime subscriptions to or it. something. Yeah, but it, Showtime <laughs> through Peacock Plus, that's the other thing that pisses me off. Like, why can't you just have Showtime? And why can't Showtime just be free? And why can't I rent the fight on Showtime since it's a Showtime pay-per-view? No, can't do it. I went to the Showtime okay. app. It has like Canelo uh, behind the scenes. No, fool, I want to rent the fight. Where can I see the fight? <laughs> so you're online, you're looking for the fight. Oh, let's do Peacock Plus. But there is Peacock and Peacock Plus. <laughs> so you got to, don't we have a membership for that? Don't we have a subscription? No, we have one to Peacock, not Peacock Plus. So then you get on Peacock Plus. Oh, we canceled that subscription because we had two of them. <laughs> so I have to resubscribe to Peacock Plus just so I could rent this stupid fight. 30 minutes later, I'm already pissed off. I already missed like two of the undercard fights just to watch the last two fights that were super underwhelming. I think I'm done with boxing, you guys. The next time there's a big boxing pay-per-view, I'm going to somebody's house or a bar. I am not watching at the house. I'm over it. <laughs> so done. So done with boxing. How do you really feel? And, and the fights don't even match up. Like if you're comparing, mm -hmm. you know, entertainment, a UFC fight, and this is coming from a, like a lifelong boxing fan a UFC fight where I don't even know half the players. I'm starting to learn the fighters' names. I've been, like, really into it for like, the last nine months, like, enjoying the fights, the pay-per-views. 
But if you compare that to boxing, there might be one good fight in boxing out of like five of them that you spent $100 on. Where in UFC, there's like two or three good ones. Right. Right? And it's like, I never thought I'd get so much joy off watching two women fight. That last fight we saw with the, the Russian chick and uh, Grasso, mm-hmm. or Grassi, the woman like a uh, championship fight like at 135, it was like, one of the most entertaining fights. UFC, hands down, has a way better product than boxing. And I'll deal with the with the the nonsense. Uh, the nonsense so I can watch a UFC fight. Boxing, <laughs> I'm done. It's dead. I'm over it. <laughs> okay, do you feel better now? Yeah, I had to get that off my chest. I'm there sorry. you go. Well, um, my mom said, going back to the Sam's Club, she said, much more relaxed at Sam's Club. And Tanya said, Chris, get the Sam's Club app so you can scan, pay, and go. See, that doesn't sound like fun to me. The scan, pay, and go. Yeah, you like. Are you scanning it as you're like putting the cart? You scanning the whole time? Yeah, that's another job. Why is that my job? (laughs) I don't want to do that. I just want to throw it in there and you scan it. (laughs) Right? Am I tripping? So, like, when I go to like, if you don't want to wait, yeah. So, like, I we go to Ralph's because Ralph's is right by our house, right? Right. It's not because it's like amazing. It's because it's there. It's It's, convenient. It's convenient. So, Ralph's, if you go early in the morning, they don't have any of the lines open. You have to scan and go. Right. I don't want to scan and go. Like, what if I get some fruit and there's not a, a little tag on it? You, you got to look it up. You got to look it up by the name. Weigh it. So annoying. It's not that hard. No, it is. It, it, it is. And I'll tell you why. Because they have this, some weird thing at Ralph's where after you scan it, you have to put it down in the section by the bags. Yeah. There's no bags there, by the way. Yeah. That's, that's my whole pet peeve. Like, you guys can't just leave the dang bags out. Like, because I worry about theft of a two cent bag. Steal bags, like that many bags. Like, really? That's what you're worried about. So they have one person posted there just to hold bags. Yeah, they got a bag holder. Seems like that's a lot more costly than just leaving the bags there. I don't get it. I don't get it, but it's, it's, (laughs) doesn't make sense to me. Chris is acting like a boomer. That's what our producer said. Right. Well, I'm not tripping that they that they charge for the bags, right. but have the bags there. So then you got to wait for the guy. Like it's it's dead in the morning. Uh-huh. So sometimes they're not even there. And like I need a bag. I understand that. That's why they hold it is because they charge for the bags, but they charge for all the produce and everything else too. Like you think someone's not going to put how many bags are in there? If if you have to self check out. You're already assuming that people are going to be honest about what they're checking out, right? So then just leave the damn bags. Like who? <laughs> who's to say they don't that they're scanning everything? Exactly. That's why, like, they're worried about a ten cent bag, a five cent bag. Oh, it's five cent. I thought it was ten. Yeah, but so the sensor bothers me though. It does because you have to scan it and then and you have to put down. you have to set I it know. down, right? But if you buy a lot of groceries. You don't have enough space to set it all down. And then if you lift something off of there to put it in your cart to make more room, it doesn't know what to do. It's like call an attendant. But nobody's around. (laughs) She's like, what the hell? So my two-minute shopping experience turned into 10. Like, I'm too busy for all that. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Do you guys see this uh, this no food kicking in right now? He's getting a little crazy, y'all. Yeah, my levels are going up right now. I can can feel it. His blood sugar. (laughs) Well, Evelyn's laughing at you, and Irvashi is here with us. She said, hey, guys. Hey, Irvashi. Hey, Irvashi. Thanks for joining us. And my mom said, I love Scan and Go. So easy. However, if you buy alcohol, you have to go through checkout. That's all right. We I'm not worried about alcohol. alcohol. We're not We're really good. buying any alcohol right yes. now. Yes. 
Well, we celebrated Chris and Patrick's birthday on family dinner night, and we had special guests with us, Angel. He joined us all the way from Texas. We definitely missed our sister, Evelyn. She Absolutely. couldn't make it because of her. Um, she didn't have anyone to watch little Bella. So I mean, her cat's like 16. Yes. So she's trying to spend like the last good time with her cat. You know. Yes. But we will see her at the end of the month which we're super excited to see her. She's already booked her flight. But it sounds like overall, I think you had a great birthday dinner, minus the frustration of the fight. You had burgers, which Chris, we all know Chris loves his I'm, burgers. I'm sad that I, I we, we wasted some Wagyu uh, beef burgers. With bacon and all. Because there was like three of them that are still in the fridge right now that I got to clean out the fridge next. Yeah, you should have eaten them. I, I mean, I, I got my grub on that day. Yes. And I think Angel was a little bit disappointed. So for people that don't know, Angel's like the life of the party. Right. He likes to get everybody going. And, you know, he's he's a big drinker, uh-huh. you know. And um, nobody was having it. I think he got Pat to have like a couple beers. I don't think Christian had any. Right. He might have had one. I don't know. I didn't have any. Nobody's trying to drink. Nobody's really trying to drink anymore. Yeah. That's that's like a, it's a, it's a chapter that we've already closed. Yes. Well, the party animals stayed up all night, though. Evelyn and Juniper. Evelyn. Sorry, I always call Nola Evelyn or Lulu. Yeah, it happens. So Nola and Juniper stayed up till two in the morning, party animals. Yeah. I don't know how they do it. Because <laughs> that girl could sleep. So Nola will sleep till, she's going to be that teenager that sleeps till like two in the afternoon. Yes. She she could sleep like 10 straight hours, no problem. Lucky girl. Lucky. I wish I could sleep like that. So speaking of relaxing, Sunday included relaxation for you and the kids, right? And fall purging. So how many of you all are just ready to purge your closets because now it's fall season? And how many of you have growing kids and their clothes no longer fit? Because we are running into this challenge in our home where things are just not fitting the kids anymore. And it's really been affecting Santino. Like he gets angry that his stuff doesn't fit. It's frustrating because he's tall and lanky. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's wearing like 10, 12. And that, he's kind of growing out of 10, 12. And the kid's going to turn nine. Oh, yeah. He doesn't right? fit in size 10 pants anymore. They're right. 12s. So they're 12s. But then the waist is so big. <laughs> we do that, the little uh, bands where you, you put the buttons. Like, yeah, there's, like little tighten fit, them. There's a bunch. You could tighten them. But we're tightening them all the way. So they look bunched up right. on top because they are because he's so thin. Right. He's all like, he's not even 70 pounds and he's almost five foot tall. Right. He's just growing so much. And I think he's going through like another spurt because he said his knees have been bothering him. Right. They're hurting. So I think he's going through a growth spurt. That kid's going to be like 6'1", 6'2". Oh my gosh. Slow down. I don't want he's them so to be big. big. I know. It so. Makes yeah. me a little sad. But it does make we, me sad. I perched through their clothes real quick. I do a lot of the folding and putting away of clothes. Mm-hmm. So I it, I like it to be neat in there. Yes. You know, like I, it's it's really neat. I'm, I don't know how I got crazy about that, but I am a little crazy about it. I like it when it's neat too, because then it's so much easier to get ready in the morning. They know exactly where to go, get their stuff. Let's go. Let's get ready. It's easy to pick their stuff out. Yes. So we went through, we had to get big boy, like adult hangers now. Santino can't use kid hangers anymore because <laughs> he's a big kid. Yeah. So now he's using adult hangers. So we got some new hangers. These are things that make me excited. About, about like I get excited about hangers. Like we got because I could clean out his closet and get rid of all the stuff that you know. Like if the hanger's too small, and the, sh- the neck's too big, it just falls off the hanger. Right. It, it, it's kind of infuriating sometimes when you go in the closet and stuff's all over the floor because it fell off. So his his closet's so organized now. It's so ready to go. I got Nola ready to go. So now 
We're good. We're the good. fall purge is done. Yes. And speaking of the fall purge, we have so many clothes and they're quality clothes that we don't want to just throw away. Like they're, we want to donate it to someone who would really need it. So if you or anyone you know is in need of boys size clothes, eight to 10 and girls size five to six, please let us know. Cause we have pants, we have jackets, we have so much stuff to get yeah, like rid high of. quality stuff. Yes. And we have clothes ourselves too that we're, that we're giving away. So this is like, this really bothers me, right? The giving away of stuff. Right. Right. Because I get, I need my, my garage space back. Mm-hmm. And we have like t- at least three trash bags of clothes, like nice clothes to give away. Right. All right. Corey doesn't want to give them a goodwill because even though it's a nonprofit, they're still making money and it doesn't feel like it's like as appreciated there. Right. Right. But it's so hard. Why is it hard to give away stuff? Why isn't there a place that will take it and give it to people that need it? Right. I you can't find it. It's challenging. And especially clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And then like um, some of these organizations that I've called, they'll take clothes, but they want new clothes mm. with tags. We're not giving away underwear and socks. Like we're giving away jeans and shirts yeah. and jammies and jackets. I was able to give away a bunch of stuff for Santino because a friend of ours reached out and um, there was a kid out at their school who needed stuff. So at least some of his clothes went there, but I have way more. So Monica, if you hear of anyone who needs it, let us know. Anyone out there. Anyone really. out there. What I would like to do, because we're short on time, is just like, I want to drop it all. Somebody could pick it up or we could drop it off, but... I want to drop everything off. I don't want somebody to pick and choose through it. I don't have time to make five stops. I, I want to drop everything off at one place. Right. You know, and then and then do it w- with it what you need to do with it, right? Pass it out, pass it out to whoever you need to pass it out to. But that's the goal. Right. Like, can somebody open that place or do a collection of stuff? Like, I know so many people that want to give away stuff. For sure. Well, hit us up. Let us know. Yes. Well, this past weekend we had family fun at the park. You know, Monday was a continuation of the kids um, fall break. So we went to the park and the kids had so much fun riding their little ziggly zagglies. And while we were there, uh, we noticed at Richeroo Park, they have a bunch of fall activities coming up that are going to be put on by the county and the parks and recs. And um, some of the events, they have a Halloween event coming up which I'm pretty excited about. Um, It's a Halloween trick-or-treat village, and it's going to be held on the 27th of this month from 5 to 8 at Richard Rue Park. So if you guys want more information on that, let us know. It looks like it's going to be a really fun event. I'm a little bit uh, weary because it's the day before our event. The night before. I hope they clean that park up because I am not trying to go there and have a mess to deal with in the morning because we'll be setting up for our fall festival. But I'm pretty sure they'll take really good care of it. I walked the park the other day and it's super clean as always. So very excited about that. And they're also having a harvest festival in November on the 16th from 5 to 8. So I'm excited to see because I haven't really noticed that the park has put on big events like this in the past. Either that or we just haven't noticed. And they also have a lot of sports activities coming up. So I make the mistake of asking the kids if they want to try out a sport. And Chris is like, you just sign them up. Have them try it. They don't like it. Then move on to the next sport. So that's what we're going to be doing this year. We're signing them up for basketball. Yeah, I Whether said, they like it or not. You asked them. You actually did ask them. You right. guys want to do basketball? They're like, no. I'm like, I don't care what you guys want to do. You're, <laughs> you're going to do, do it. it. <laughs> you're going to do it. You're going to try it. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again, but you're going to go try it. Yes. We need to get them out the house a little bit more, right? They, I want them to try some more things because 
they might end up loving one of these sports. Yes. And, you know, keep them busy. Keep them, keep them um, active, right? You got to sure. keep your kids active. Absolutely. So Absolutely. we'll see. I think basketball is the next one up, right? Yes. So we're going to sign them up for that. There's, like, there's, like there's, a, there's a ton of basketball. There's like a baseball, baseball. T- softball, baseball, t-ball. And then they have... Um, they have lacrosse. Do they have lacrosse? Yes. They have soccer. So it's a lot of fun stuff for the kids to try out. I think they even have tennis over there. All right. I'll have to learn all these new games because I, I mean, I have an idea, but I don't know. Oh, all and the rules. flag football. That's later, though. Next year, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, well, Irvashi said COC sometimes takes adult clothes for needy students. So I'll reach out to COC, see where we could drop it off. Well, I just mentioned Fall Festival is coming up, and that is going to be on Sunday. October 28th at Richard Rue Park. It's not too late to RSVP. And if you haven't received the invitation for whatever reason, please reach out so we can resend it to you. I know I had a few people that I sent it to and it got kicked back. I think maybe the phone number needed to be updated or something, but please reach out to us. We are super excited about our fall festival, which is our annual client appreciation event for the whole family to come out have lots of fun at. Uh, We will have food provided by The Habit. We're going to have some yummy treats as well. And we're going to have some special guests there, which the theme this year is Super Mario. So you guys can uh, let your imagination run wild. We may have some guest appearances by people showing up. There's going to be lots of fun games, activities, face painting, balloon art with the kids. Um, Of course, there's going to be pumpkins and uh, lots of jumpers and fun activities for the kids. So it's going to be like an immersive type of vibe this year since it is Super Mario. So we're really excited about that. You do you you outdo yourself every year. Every year, I feel like it gets better than the year before. Well, thank you. I try. um, People, you are crazy if you don't go. Yes, you have to go. It's going to be so much fun. Oh, and there's going to be a photo booth, too. And a photo booth? Okay. Yes. I wish, like, companies that, you know, we work with, that they would do these events for us. I want to go to them. Right? That's what I say about those birthday cards, too. I want to get a handwritten birthday card from somebody. I think it's so nice. Or an anniversary card. I got you, boo. How fun. (laughs) I mean, like, from a company I've worked with. Sure, sure. You know? They appreciate my business. That would be so dope. (laughs) I don't think I've ever gotten a coffee card or something um from people yes friends or whatnot but i'm talking about from like somebody that we do business with i don't think ever Mm -mm, no but anyways the fall festival is going to be great do we have a video about it that we can share are we not showing that i think we are going to show a video okay awesome i'm really excited about it so sunday october 28th it's going to be here before you know it i know it's what four weeks away four weeks away yes I'm pretty excited about it. I I think the kids are more excited about it um, than like the parents, right? Like a lot yeah, of kids are asking their their parents like, is it coming up? When is it? Mm-hmm. You know, they're super excited about it. We're doing a lot of planning right now. Um, pretty much just the finish touch, finishing touches are going to be put on now. Um, but yeah, really excited about it. It's going to be a lot of see. fun. So we're going to share this video as it comes up. You know what that is. (laughs) Some special guests from the Mushroom Kingdom. What is this place? 
Aw, these cute little kids are growing up. So it's actually Sunday, October 28th at Richard Roof Park. This was last year. Yeah, Mickey and Minnie. Spider Man's getting it right there. Spider Man? Yeah, this little boy. Oh. <laughs> oh, there's going to be food, drinks, photo booth, lots of fun times with friends, games, pumpkins. We can't wait to see you there. It's going to be so much fun. I know, I can't wait. And, and you know, Super Mario Brothers, like, that was the game when we were young. Right. So there, there's that nostalgia for the parents it's, too. It's that way now. And whether, These kids even love if you're it. Not, even if you don't have kids, you're going to have so much fun there. Yes, because, hello, that's part of your childhood too. Yeah. Come relive it with us. Let's have fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I was talking to our event planners that help us out with facilitating everything. And just talking about like during this season, we love getting super into you know, the change with fall and going out and doing all these festivities. Well, of course, the kids love to go to the pumpkin patch, right? And you start to think about how much it costs to go to a pumpkin patch. It's so expensive, not only just to buy the pumpkin, but now they have jumpers there. Tickets and all that. And you have to buy tickets to go and do like a petting zoo or ride the rides. It's at least a hundred bucks for and a family it, of four. And it really adds up, right? Um just come on out. It's going to be so much fun. It's our way of saying thank you to our clients, our family, our friends, and just have a good time with us. So we're excited to have you all with us and have our fun at the fall festival. Well, thank goodness. I'm always looking at the brighter side. Mm -hmm. Nola recently got sick. She had a little cold. Right? Thank goodness she got sick. Yeah, because she's not going to be sick for the fall festival. <laughs> Or for her birthday. She got it out of the way. She was sick one fall festival. Right. She had to go home so, early. Oh, I remember that. Um, anyhow, Luckily, she got out of her system, and um, she missed school yesterday. Right. I was surprised because, you know, she was fine the night before. Right. I mean, she had a little cold for like two days. Right. Right? I thought she was already at the end of it. And um, I had got home after jiu-jitsu, and I'm ready for them to be ready to go to school. Mm -hmm. So I thought we were going to school. And she was like, no. She's, she wanted to stay home, right? Mm -hmm. So she was fine. You had to go meet the tax guy. I stayed home with her. She was fine. Um, she could have easily went to school. My question is, for all the parents out there, how sick do your kids have to be for, for them to stay home from school? <laughs> like, for you, baby, like, did you want to nudge her to make her go to school? Well, I had asked her. I'm like, are you sure you're not really just upset that you're waking up and you're still tired? Because you seem like kind of like you're crying because you're tired or why are you crying? Right. And she was crying because she wanted me to help her get ready. So I went to go help her get ready, but then she kept crying more. And I'm like, Nola, what is going on? Why are you still crying? It hurts when I cough. My throat hurts. I'm like, okay, well, if your throat hurts, right. it's time to stay home. Right. So it's like a fine line. Like if she has a sore throat, I'm probably going to let her stay home. If she has a little cough, it's a cold. You're going to get over it. Everybody has a cold at school. She wasn't running a fever, so I she was like, she could probably still go to school, but by that point in time, it was already too late. Like, you need to be dressed now, right. and you're still crying. So we're not going to make your brother late. You're staying home. She played you. She did. I think she did play me. She I think sure she wanted you. to just see, like, how it was going to be if she stayed home an extra day, and she found out really quick that it's boring. Oh, well, that was my <laughs> job of the day. <laughs> So since you since you had to go to Century City to get our taxes finalized, I was like, I'm going to make this day as boring as possible for her. She wanted to get on her iPad. I was like, uh-uh, girl. Uh -uh. You don't get no iPad time. You're sick. 
Yeah, you, you be need resting. to be resting. I'm like, you can get a book and read something. She got all her reading done for the day. She finished one of her chapter books. She read for over an hour. She was she was bored. I was like, go play with your dolls. Go do something. But no, you're not going to be watching TV. We watch TV later. Yeah. But um, no iPad time, none of that. So she was tell- she kept asking me like five times, like, is Santino coming home yet? Is he coming home yet? I'm like, you miss your brother, huh? She's like, uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, don't you wish you would have went to school? Yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, you're going to go tomorrow? Yes. Yes. She better go to school. Yeah. Uh-uh. She felt better. Thank goodness. She was well enough to go to school. She just didn't want to go. <laughs> it happens. It, it happens. happens. Well, uh, let us know what what constitutes letting your kids stay home because that's a, that's a tough one. I think everyone got a little bit more strict with COVID, but then after COVID passed, they're like, nah, you need to go to school. I'm tired of seeing you at home. <laughs> Right. <laughs> well, switching things up to real estate, uh, Chris has his update with Redfin. Um, I read a headline that Redfin is now breaking away from NAR, the National Association of Realtors, and no longer going to be a part of the MLS, which is the multiple listing service where we have access to all the listings on the market. And so did you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. So, you know, I really haven't been paying attention to Redfin, mm-hmm. right? They were, let's let's take this back a little bit. Let's t- talk about the layers here, right? Mm-hmm. Redfin is is a big company because they are the second most searched uh, website for homes. Right. Zillow being number one, right? Now, they have a way different business model than most brokerages. Redfin is a brokerage. Right. They have real estate agents that work for them, Right. But they get paid differently than than we get paid. They are not commission based. They They're are hourly. salary and hourly based. Mm-hmm. It's almost like Uber. Right. Okay. And and when I say that, here's what I mean by that. If you're an agent and you want to get approved through Redfin, you can. And then you could be approved so you could hold open houses for them. You get paid by the hour to hold the open house. Hmm. You get paid for showings to go open a door to mm-hmm. show the property. Okay. Hourly, right? I don't know if they're changing their business model now, but this is huge news, right? And the and the reason it jumped on my radar, because I don't care about Redfin. Right. Like, I ain't afraid of no Redfin. Like Redfin doesn't do anything for me. Like, oh, Redfin's gonna take you guys out of business. And we always hear about these companies. Purple Bricks was gonna take us out of business. They were disruptors. Uh, really? There's some company, really? Exactly. Really? I never even heard of really. <laughs> they're gone. Um, there was Rex was huge. Rex was was huge. They're gone. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm saying it here right now. Redfin is going to be out of business within two years. The only way they're still going to be in business is if some other company comes and buys them up. Right. So it hit my radar because one of our good friends hit me up yesterday and he's been buying and trading Redfin stock. Mm -hmm. And he was like, Redfin's like, uh, 93% down from its high, you know, it's a time to buy. I'm really about to pull the trigger on this on this Redfin. I'm like, hold on a second. And I start telling them about why they're they're gonna go down. Um, if you're not part of the MLS, what does that mean? Let's say I'm wanting to sell my house, right? Right. And I go through Redfin because it's one percent. They're a discount brokerage. I think it's one percent or something. A list through Redfin. Okay. Why is it a good idea or a bad idea for me to go to Redfin? I would think it's a bad idea if they are separating from the MLS because you're not getting all that exposure for all the other agents who have access to the MLS. You're only marketing to people who are only looking through Redfin. So I won't be able to just like find the house 
on like my realtor won't be able to share it with me. No. So like I mean, if I'm on a search with one of my like my realtor set me up on a search, right? Um, or I'm looking on Zillow, Realtor.com. Is the property going to be there? No, it's only going to be on Redfin. It's only going to be on Redfin. So does that mean that an agent's even going to show that house? Why would an agent show that house? Because if it's not on the MLS, they're probably not going to be working with other agents paying commissions. Right. So it's so funny because the rates are at an all-time higher. Interest rates right now, you guys, are at a 20-year high. Mm-hmm. And Redfin chooses now to exit the MLS. It's so, it's strange. I guess they're just relying on their market share of all the people that already subscribe to Redfin. And they think that that's how they will just cut everybody else out and only work with people who come directly to them. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. So my theory on this is Redfin had a great idea, Mm -hmm. right? Um, A million people have had the same idea as Redfin. Where they differed is their tech is really good. Like their search engine, Mm -hmm. their website's really clean, right? Like they had a really good idea. Mixing the Uber of real estate, basically, right? It was a good idea. The problem is, is if you take all of that away, you know, all the layers away, they're a discount brokerage. Right. Discount brokerages mean discount service. Right. Sorry to tell you. It just does, right? Like, are you getting the same quality of stuff if you shop at Whole Foods or you shop at Pick and Save? I don't know. You answer that question. I don't know. Yeah. But it's it's a similar idea, right? So I think they're a couple years away from being out of the business completely. Unless a Berkshire Hathaway, and they're the only ones I could think of that would have the money to acquire a Redfin mm-hmm. because of the tech and whatnot. Unless a big company like that comes and buys them out, I think they're, it's the end of Redfin. And I think it's it's a bad buy if you're trading their stock and you think it's a good time to buy it, we're in the fall. Like this is the slowest season. It slows down. Yeah. It slows down this time of year. That right now, I think the stock was trading like $6. I'm also saying this here too. Within the next 30 days, I bet you it hits a 52 week low, an all time low. I even take it further. So maybe you want to short that stock. I don't know. Oh, yo, yo. I don't know nothing about that. <laughs> You're going to ask, act like I know anything about stocks. It's so foreign to me. I've tried. I just can't wrap my head around it. Well, Chris went to the elite meeting this morning where he networks with other top agents in the area. And did you want to talk about any highlights that um, kind of stood out to you while you were there? Sure. Um, inventory, mm-hmm. right? So inventory is at an all-time low for the year. Right. There's hardly any listings coming out. Um, you are the most popular person at the elite meeting if you have listings. new listings coming up. Right. Um, also, you know, it's it's a slow time. Right. It's just slow. Mm-hmm. If there's no inventory, how can you sell houses? Right. You know, so I think a lot of agents are are having a rough time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't wish uh, bad on anybody. Right. Hopefully it picks up. But, you know, how can we do business if... There's no inventory. You can't. And then with the rates being as high as they are, it's really prohibiting a lot of people from putting their houses on the market. Right. Because they're scared to get it at 3% to get into a 7.5%. Right. And then where are they going to go? And then where are they going to go? What options do they have? Where will they move if this inventory is so limited? Right. So what we're seeing a lot more of, and we've talked about this plenty, is a lot of people are keeping their old real estate that they usually would sell mm-hmm. a condo, a smaller house to get the big house. And they're just buying the big house. Right. Or, you know, or they're buying investments. 
But people that are buying houses are still buying. Mm-hmm. Like, this, like the investor mind, they're still buying houses. Right. So I don't know. I think this time of year, uh, we talked about this last show. If you want to sell your house this time of year, try to make it move in ready. Because if it's not moving ready, it's probably going to sit for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're looking to buy, hopefully you like something that's been on the market for 30, 45, 60 days already. Because in a month from now, it's going to be on even longer. And once you start hitting that like 100-day mark, sellers get really nervous. Right. Right? So then you can get a really good deal on a property. Absolutely. Well, one of the other challenges we're seeing right now with our market is HOA communities and the insurance that has been impacting them. So there's not enough coverage. So it's going to change financing options for some of these HOA communities. Um, As you all know, a lot of the insurance companies have exited out of California, which have driven the prices up for premiums. And now in turn, HOA communities are suffering because they have to, they have to pay sometimes two to three times their original coverage of what they were paying before. They're passing it on to the homeowners. And now um, that can have an effect on whether the property will get approved for financing. Correct. So for people who are living in these communities, you may want to consider either selling soon or refinancing while you can still pull out cash and your community still approved for financing and, and then possibly renting it out in the future. As soon as the show ends, get on the phone and, and get a home equity line on your on your um, condos. I don't care where you live. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen everywhere. It's slowly happening everywhere. So just to reiterate what Corey just said, you know, premiums, insurance premiums, it's a 12-month policy. Mm-hmm. After 12 months, you renew and you pay for another 12 months. Well, if the company's pulled out and they're not, not offering the coverage, what's going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are getting dropped. Um, and for a lot of these these uh, HOAs, the premiums are doubling, even tripling, right? Right. So I'll tell you, we're in escrow right now on a property in the Mariposa track. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the uh, townhomes right off of Mariposa and Plum Canyon. Mm-hmm. And I I just saw we're representing a buyer on it. I just saw that they have a two thousand dollars, like nineteen hundred and eighty dollars or something, um, special assessment, right? Because of insurance. Yeah. $2,000, there's, there's, I don't know how many hundred, there are probably like 500 units in there. It's a lot of money, right? Yeah, a lot of the co- communities are facing this challenge. There has to be a special assessment to make up for the difference. And the problem is coverage. not every HOA community is going to vote for this, right? right. They're going to have minimal coverage. Mm-hmm. They're not going to have enough coverage. So what happens is when somebody goes to buy your place, okay, they have to get a loan. And when they get a loan, the HOA, the, the lender is going to look at how much insurance coverage there is. And if they deem it not to be enough, you're not going to be able to get a conventional loan there. Right. Let me explain what that means. Rates right now for conventional is about seven and a half percent. You're not going to be able to get FHA, VA. You're going to have to do what's called um, non-QM Finance. financing. Your rates are going to be like eight and a half, nine percent. That's insane. Or you're going to be like eight percent paying like four points to get into the property. Mm-hmm. What do you think that's going to do to your value? It's going to bring it down. It's going to drop the value of your community. So I'm telling you right now, I'm I'm trying to get, throw you a, a a life raft here. If you live in an HOA community and you're thinking about pulling any money out of that condo, do it now. Right. Don't wait. I don't care how high the rates are. It's only going to get worse. Right. 
You're not going to be able to get conventional financing later. Do it right now. You'll thank me later. Absolutely. Well, thank you for those nuggets. We appreciate that. And looking ahead to next week, Chris is going to the chiropractor for some decompression, try to get his body right. So then his mind is right. <laughs> He's not as much pain. I'm doing everything and anything that I can do, right? Yes. Minus like, I, I'm not trying to take medication. No, I get it. So I get th- it. these are the things I do. Crazy stuff like intermittent fasting. Do you, boo. A bunch of exercise. Yeah, whatever I can do you. to make it right. <laughs> we may be going to a science night for the kids. Uh, I think it was supposed to be held at the school, but now it's a different location. So we're looking into that. Um, but that should be a fun night with the kids because... Santino and Ola are really into science and all their experiments they've been doing. We got to make it a point to go. Yes, for sure. It's this Thursday. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. And then next week, Chris is volunteering at the Men of Tomorrow over at Golden Valley High School. And I'm excited to hear about how that goes. So hopefully you can share once we get on air next week on how much fun you had. But let me just share a little bit about it real quick. Just because we're always looking for more mentors. Mm -hmm. So Men of Tomorrow... uh, it's a mentorship program for men uh, to mentor, mentor the boys uh, that are in 11th and 12th grade at Golden Valley. Okay. Not all the boys, but whoever wants to get into the program, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's kids that need it. They're looking for that guidance. Um, so if you're thinking about, if you always thought about maybe, you know, um, donating your time and you've wanted to do something like this, work with youth, it's the most rewarding um, thing that I think I do. As far as like um, volunteer volunteer work, I love give a turkey too, which is we'll talk about that next week. Also, mm-hmm. give a turkey's coming back. We're we're gonna need some um, some donations for give a turkey, but um, these are like my favorite things that, that that I'm involved with is give a turkey and men of tomorrow. Absolutely. Well, let us know if you are interested. You could always give us a call or send us a message and we will put you in contact with the appropriate people at Golden Valley. Yes. And speaking of volunteering, you're going to be volunteering in Nola's class next week. Yes. I'm excited about that. Teachers finally opened up the sign up sheet so we could volunteer in class. I get to go be there with our little girl and then meet some of her new friends that she's made this year and scope out all the little kids in her class. See how how fun they are. Because these kids, they're funny. They're funny and cute. Only for so long. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> they're still funny and cute in, in first and third grade. Yes, right? yes. It's going to be a lot of fun. And any way I could help the teacher out, I am all about that. Because these teachers need as much support as possible in the classroom. Um, and they need to get paid more, too. Because dealing with all these little kids... And they're just shaping their minds. I mean, we need to show appreciation to them. So we're excited about that. And then um, in preparation for Nola's birthday, which is coming up on the 15th, I'll be doing a lot of things for her. And she already said she wants to help me out with getting her little goodie bags together. And Has she picked out her outfit yet? Oh, no. She hasn't. I guess we should something, put something together. Something that's cool that... Is that helps her slide down the slides faster. Oh, yeah. Because her party is going to be held at Scooter's Jungle. And those slides, they're no joke. You got to have some protective gear on your Let's arms. Get those, you get that rug get burn. That slide burn. Down. Yes. Yeah, it's not fun. So I'll be busy for the next couple of weeks with her birthday. And then, of course, Fall Festival, which is right around the corner. I want to make sure it's perfect for everybody. 
So, well, everyone, that is going to be our show today. Thank you again for hanging out with us here on R&R Relationships and Real Estate. Be sure to catch us weekly on Facebook Live, or you can watch the show on YouTube and listen anytime you want by downloading full episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. We are your hosts, Corey and Chris Silva, and we will catch you next week. Goodbye. Thank you.